Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? Hello. We've got more Azores stories, Azores travel stories, I guess, for you. But we want to start with something fun. Kelly had an awesome idea to put out a poll to our listeners about things that you, the weirdest things that you would bring on a plane. Right, right. Or like you or family members snuck onto a plane. (laughs) And we got some amazing answers. We sure did. So we we posted (laughs) some of them on our Instagram page on the story there, but I'm sure people haven't seen them yet. Even if you did see it on Instagram, you'll get to hear kind of our commentary on it now. I mean, go ahead. Take it away, Kel. Give us the first one. All right. So one of our responses that we got from one of our followers was live snails. (laughs) So they snuck. So they didn't really say where they were coming. Like it didn't say where they were coming. It was just like they flew from a plane. And so when they landed, the snails were still alive. I have questions. <laughs> snails are like catamouche, right? Catamouche. Well, so that's my first question. That's perfect because they called them something else. They called it like catacoish or something like that. Oh, and yes. Yeah, I saw so that. There must be a difference between, and I've, I've always known catamouche, which are like water snails, essentially, or aquatic snails. Yep. Periwinkles in English. But catacoys must be... Let's just face it. It's probably the right name and right term for it. <laughs> and we it, don't know it. Right. But it must be like a, la- it must be like a land snail instead of, instead of the aquatic version that we, are, we know and love. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> I know. Do you eat a... A land snail? Why else would he be transporting them? What do you think he's going to do with them? I know. True. 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 (laughs) Put them in a little tank in his bedroom. (laughs) They were alive when you guys landed. Like, they survived their voyage. They conquered. I I just, out of all of these, the common theme is, like, how, where? Like, where did you put it? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, where were these snails? Like, was this, like, packed in... Your checked bag, or <laughs> was this like with you the whole flight in your purse, like in your little mala? <laughs> so one of the other ones that we have, we're going to talk about is fish. We're not jumping ahead, but I just remember when my parents one time brought fish to on a flight, they almost were able to like bring a cooler, almost like a cooler bag, like an insulated bag. So mm. maybe they stuffed the snails. Obviously, this I'm assuming this was probably before nine eleven. I feel like all of this, all it's of this be- has got to be. <laughs> you can't sneak a snail in. You got to take your fucking shoes off when you get it to the airport. They're patting you down. How many times do I get stopped because like they think I'm sneaking, I'm sneaking something behind my like neck in my hair because I have long hair. Like I would never be able to bring a snail in. Like your carry-ons have to go through the X-ray machine. No. Yeah. You don't see the little <laughs> snail shell come up on the x-ray machine. <laughs> like, you know what I always wonder? This is a stupid question. Does your like checked bag get looked at too? And we just don't know it? Like, do they like send it through like a thing? It must. It must go through an x-ray. It has to, right? It has to. 
Yeah. But you're allowed a lot more stuff, obviously. You're allowed different things right. in it than you are. Like, you could put handguns. You could put whatever you want <laughs> in, in, in your checked bag, I'm sure. But, like, I'm assuming you can't do, like, explosives because that's a danger for flying and that right. kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, your fireworks aren't going to make it onto that. But so Unless they shove some snails into their checked bag. But, like, that just seems like they're not going to survive in there. Like, what's the situation in your check bag? Like, they're all smushed. There's no air. Right, but dogs get shoved underneath there, so. Yeah, but they're not, like, oh, well, I guess maybe if you don't have (laughs) clothes. I don't know. I have no idea, yeah. Just an empty luggage with just, like, all snails. (laughs) Just loose snails crawling in the luggage. (laughs) Not even in a box. They're all just loose, chilling, hanging out. (laughs) You, like, put, like, a little lettuce leaf in there or something <laughs> for them for lunch. So, yeah, live snails. They survived the voyage. They did. And I don't... So, I don't know, Kelly, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but there's, like, a movie out now. So, I think people have probably heard of it. It was really obscure several years ago, but Marcel... <laughs> Marcel the Shell? The little the little talking snail YouTube yes. video? <laughs> yes, 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 yep. You know what you're talking about? Yeah, I think it is, right? We're going to look it up, guys. My my Google skills are fast. Marcel the Shell, yeah. Yeah, with sh- you're right. With shoes on. And he's got like this little <laughs> little voice like, yeah. hello, hello, I'm a snail. Like, <laughs> They did that snail dirty, though. <laughs> so this is a movie now, like 2021. An hour and 30 minute movie called Marcel the Shell with shoes on. That's incredible. And what are the ratings on it? Um, 99% Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> how do we how do we get those ratings? I'm sorry, what? 8 out of 10 IMDb. 91% of Google users love this movie. Okay, I'm just going to read the synopsis for you Please guys. We're, this is... This is going well. Okay. <laughs> Marcel, a one-inch tall shell... Lives with his grandmother, Connie. Consistão! <laughs> so they're Portuguese. The only residents of their town after their neighbor's sudden mysterious disappearance. When discovered by a guest amongst the clutter of his Airbnb, the short film he posts online brings Marcel millions of passionate fans and a new hope of reuniting with his long-lost family. Dude, I'm done. This snail has an Airbnb. <laughs> and he posted a video and went rival. <laughs> I he's doing am better dead. than us. <laughs> I am moot. <laughs> I am moot as at this. Guys, we gotta watch Marcel the Shell. And it's, it's a mystery. There needs to be a part two about his journey from Portugal to <laughs> Canada, probably. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. That was fun. So <laughs> that was a little small tangent but oh totally necessary that was fantastic so what do we got next our next one is medic jaw fruits by the bag yep they snuck in so they snuck in some fruta you know my thought when i read this one i wanted to hate on it but i said i'll allow it i know i love medic jaw it's good. You're not going to find. I mean, you you don't see that at your local Shaw's, your local no. market basket. Like they're not. 
selling fresh marak shah out there. If they do, they got like one in a bashketa that's been there for two months. <laughs> they don't sell a lot of exotic fruits. Right. So they're tough to come yeah. by in the U.S. Because a lot of the times when I hear these stories of people sneaking this stuff onto the plane from Portugal to here, my my initial reaction is, we have that here. Why Why are mm. you risking all of that and bringing that over when you could just go to the grocery store here and buy it? But the Marek Shah, you really can't. So I'll allow it. Yeah. So we're, we're good. We, we all allow that one. I think so. And they're pretty yeah. delicious, you know. We like him. We love a medic jaw here. Mm, small medic jaw. Yep. Mm, love it. <laughs> we love a nice passion fruit. <laughs> all right. So we're allowing that one. Snails were questionable. <laughs> the medic jaw is a definite. My mom makes like some weird like medic jaw dessert. She buys like canned. Yeah. Passion my fruit mom does stuff. something too. Yep. Yep. Like she, oh, she makes ice cream. I think she actually makes passion fruit ice cream. Anyways, what do we got next? So our next one is a planta, and it's a cactus. It was two cactuses actually that they snuck in, and the cactuses are still living, they're still alive and thriving three years later. So they're probably doing better than I am. So this was post nine eleven. <laughs> oh shit! That's right. So you can't bring like tweezers because you're going to like poke somebody's eye out with it on the plane, but you can bring a cactus. A cactus. Yeah. What if if you start using that as a weapon? You just start plucking out the. (laughs) (laughs) And cactuses hurt. Have you ever like thought like on a, I have like a lot of small, well, I did somewhere. I've had like a few cactuses and they kind of hurt when you like prick yourself on them. So this person, she said two small cactus plants. I'm imagining that they're larger than, you know how there's like the little succulent versions? Yeah, I have a lot of that those. That are like, like super tiny. Ones. Yeah. I don't think that's what she did. I think she got some, like dug them up out of the dirt in Brazil and <laughs> brought them over. I don't think they were succulent small. And I guess the only consideration there is if she packed them like in her backpack or something on the plane. You just don't want to roll that up and use that as a pillow for the flight. <laughs> no, like oh, let hurt. me just. Sometimes you know, you just let me just lean on my backpack or something up against the window for a little it rest. Might, it could give her like it could be. Don't they? Don't people do like a nice? Don't people do like a vampire facial? <laughs> she can give herself like a cactus facial. Oh, like it's like an acupuncture thing, kind of, or no? Yeah, like people do. I don't know. It's like this, the vampire facials, like this weird, weird. They like take your own blood and like they i don't know put it back in your like skin on your face i don't really know too much about it maybe like this cactus pillow could be a acupuncture therapeutic situation <laughs> we're gonna patent that so don't go ahead and do that for us okay don't steal yeah, our idea don't steal it guys <laughs> i like that um so our next one is an interesting one it is some dry fish oh see you know at face value it doesn't sound so bad but then i had to look this up i was like what dry fit like what is the process for drying fit you literally like hang it out to dry like, like on the clothesline <laughs> outside <laughs> you air dry it and it's got to be smelly right yeah this person that said this was my relative and 
had a little bit of follow-up conversation with them about it, about, you know, how do they get that through? It's so smelly. Yeah, this is a doozy, guys. <laughs> she said <laughs> they use dirty laundry to cover the smell. And I'm just, what? Ew. What? You're trying to tell me you packed a mala with dry fish and dirty quackish. <laughs> My thing is that, like, now that suitcase is a goner. Like, just throw that suitcase out at that point. Because once you land and you get home, it smells like fresh fish and dirty quackish. <laughs> Th- that that mall, that long shit is a goner. You're no. done. It's a wrap. <laughs> no amount of luggage condom is going to fix that. No, no fabuloso is going to be able to wash that, that, that smell away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There is it. So our next one is rose bushes packed in baby powder in case there were dogs at customs. So there's a theme here about about covering the smell. So everybody's really concerned about the smell. But not the baby powder looking like cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) That was not a concern. It was the rose bushes. Like, I'm going to get in some big trouble if this dog smells roses, but <laughs> not if they open my my bag and just see white powder everywhere. Because it could be either cocaine, it could be anthrax, <laughs> it's a plethora. And then they open it up, they see this, and then you're like, oh, no, no, it's just baby powder. And they're like, why the fuck is it baby powder? And then you're just like, oh, it's covered by rose bushes. <laughs> like... I would rather have the smell of the roses coming through. Right. It's beautiful. They smell great. Harmless. Yeah. Now you got baby powder and roses. Baby powder smells too. The dogs are going to sniff out the baby powder too. Jesus had like rose thorn things around his uh, (laughs) cabosa. So you could, you know, make it, make it some type of religious thing. They can't go after oh. you for the religious thing, right? Oh, okay. Flip it to a religious thing. They can't go after you. The danger's in the cover-up, though. Yeah. yeah that's the baby powder. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta ditch the baby powder because it looks like Coke. If you're gonna go for the religious exemption, you just have to <laughs> gotta lean into it. <laughs> so that was a really funny one. The baby powder. I freaking lost it with the baby powder. <laughs> like, like, could you imagine like oh you know we actually just like packed it into bricks <laughs> we thought we thought that was easier to put in the suitcase yeah was it was it <laughs> so the next one is a knife they brought in a knife to cut the snuck in apples that they brought with them of course they snuck in apples <laughs> and also brought in a weapon. <laughs> Definitely before 9-11. Right onto the plane. Right? That's it. Walk right on. They brought a faka <laughs> <laughs> on the plane. They didn't give an F about it. <laughs> if you're so I guess what I'm gonna say here is if you are trying to sneak a knife onto a plane, which I don't advise. No, absolutely not. The apple is a good cover up. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what's funny? My dad till this day, he will still use his pocket knife to eat his apple. Really? I don't know why. Like he he always he needs his pocket knife. Like the same pocket knife that he's probably digging in the dirt with. <laughs> probably. Like I don't think that's a sterile knife. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Lawson is picking his teeth, Lawson at it. <laughs> to get the piece of apple that's stuck in there. Is it like a Swiss Army knife situation? I got him like one with his name like engraved on it. Doesn't use it. Still likes his like original. <laughs> it's like original old one that's probably like rusted and probably has tetanus all over it. His is just like a bl- it's like a blade, like a small little pocket knife that he like whips out to cut his apples and his toenails. apples, peaches, <laughs> maybe some toenails. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, so our next one is a follower said, my aunt brings eggs from her chickens. So we got some livestock going on. <laughs> well, the eggs of it anyway. Why? This one is... <laughs> Just why? This one can get messy. Like the risk is pretty high. They're going to crap. I know. Right? It's a messy situation. How do you keep that from cracking? A. And then B. It's a, so it's like very high risk and really low reward because we have eggs in America. Maybe her aunt saw your sixth grade science for a science project that we did where your egg was saved by a sponge. So maybe she wraps her eggs in a sponge because she was like that little girl, Melissa, threw her egg off a building off the roof off the roof of a building and it survived and it didn't break so i can do this from portugal to america i mean so even if even if it's in a sponge like i wasted like two two giant car washing sponges Mm -hmm. sewn together for one egg (laughs) So, (laughs) so i'm just thinking she's not getting a lot of volume in the sponge (laughs) She's she's creating, she's bringing one egg over. Do you think, so instead of snails, do you think she's got a checked bag and all just sponge-like material and all her eggs in it? She's got like little cartons <laughs> set up. In the- <laughs> just the whole suitcase full of eggs. Yeah, it's just you open it up and it just looks like a big carton of eggs. The way they toss that shit around. <laughs> Nunca. It will never Nunca. last. <laughs> Nunca. <laughs> she might have like one good egg. <laughs> the rest all crack. It's just, I, what could an egg cost? Like you get a whole, a whole dozen for $2. Right. But fresh eggs right from the Galena. You know? I know. But what are we talking? 50 cents? <laughs> 50 cents <laughs> a, a pop? It's worth a shot bringing a fresh a fresh egg. Now, if your eggs break in your suitcase, can you like report? Like, can you go like report it at like baggage claim? No. <laughs> Be like, you guys broke my. <laughs> no. Can I get a credit for my eggs? No, you may not. <laughs> it's probably an egg clause. <laughs> All right, without further ado, we are going to get to our final one that a listener told us in our DMs. She slid into our DMs. 
She did. And she told us this. And I was dying. Mort. <laughs> Mort at the thought of this. Okay. She said that she knew somebody who snuck baby birds in. How? How do you think they snuck baby birds in? I could give you 100 guesses and you probably would not have come up with in their socks that they, <laughs> like on their feet that they're wearing. And he did this apparently multiple times, multiple, multiple. times, multiple. How do you put a baby bird in your sock and walk around? <laughs> I can just picture like. You let like the little head just kind of peep out of the sock so we can breathe. Like it's like tucked in like a little blankie. <laughs> yeah, like it's just right. like the, the little arms are hanging over the and edge like, of the sock with a little making beak, the little, like, little bird sounds. <laughs> I don't understand. Like it's probably like how how baby are we talking about? Is this this little like hairless like fetus Ooh, thing yeah, or yeah? Does it have feathers already? Like. Has it tried to fly yet? He was oh, actually, bird in his sock and just go about his business. He was successful quite a few times. There was one occasion. Is this where you were going at? Yeah, go, go. There was one occasion where the bird got loose and was flying in the plane. Plane crew helped catch the birds and no one said a thing at customs. <laughs> so no one snitched on this man. <laughs> I Yo, love that. This I love that good. for them. Yes. It was probably Southwest. Yeah. They don't fly to these same locations, but that sounds like a Southwest crew. No snitches on that flight. <laughs> the bird got loose on the plane. So it, it was flying. That was my question right before you said that was, was the bird able to fly? Did it have feathers and stuff like that already? <laughs> and so, yes, so the, the bird was not like a day old. No. This probably this probably hatched up, broke it a little, got out of his little uvay, became a little baby, had some worms, got some worms fed in him, and was already booked on his trip. <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> you have no words. I have no words. The bird is flying around in the plane like it got out of the puge. Yeah. It flew out of his socks. And flew in the whole thing. So she also mentions, I kind of think I kind of love this. So when she visited him a few years after, I guess maybe all this, he settled back in Portugal from Canada. He had a bird sanctuary, Canada goose and all. She's like, I guess the man loves Canadian birds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, he brought a goose? <laughs> God, who knows? <laughs> who freaking knows? That's amazing. Oh, I just can't. I can't with this story. Can you imagine getting shit on by a bird on, in a plane? <laughs> on a plane? So that ends our little Q&A of interesting things that got snuck over. If anyone else has any others, feel free to DM us. Because we think it's, they're all hilarious. I still had some things in my notes app that we haven't covered in our last few episodes about the Azores trip. For starters, the temperature threw me off. The temperature threw me off. So August is their hottest time of year, like most places, right? Mm -hmm. And I was expecting it to be hotter 
I guess. And actually, it did feel hot when I was there. But the temperature, so if you actually like looked up a weather report, and I'm going to say this in Fahrenheit because I don't know Celsius. Right. I have no concept of Celsius. <laughs> We're American. I would look it up in advance, like the week before I was going to check the weather. And it would be like a high of 63 or high of 65. And I'm like, in August? Like, it didn't, yeah. make, it didn't make sense to me. Like, it was in the 60s. And I'm like, it was kind of weird. But then when I got out there, it certainly didn't feel like that. It felt much hotter. It felt like at least 10 degrees hotter, if not more. Oh, interesting. Like it just, there's some island effect that just like adds 10 degrees. Maybe the humidity yeah. is so high. I don't know. But it felt much warmer than what the actual temperature reading said it was out there. Because I would feel like because it's on an island, it would be hot, but also like breezy because of you're on like, you know, you're right by the water. I guess I wouldn't expect it to be like extremely hot. And it wasn't, I was, it wasn't. So it's very yeah. mild, mild. So even in their hottest time, it still didn't feel like it was not like scorching days like we have here. Right. But a lot of it too, like I didn't use sunscreen the entire time I was out there. And I have some pasty ass family members that I brought <laughs> out there with me. They didn't use a drop of sunscreen. Make sure people, you do use sunscreen. <laughs> We're not doctors, but we also decided not to use sunscreen, but sunscreen's important. So please use sunscreen. <laughs> Kelly's always given the, the legal <laughs> the legal update here. They don't want to get sued. <laughs> I went to the Azars and I didn't use sunscreen. <laughs> and now my whole skin is burnt. We didn't use a drop of sunscreen the entire time we were out there. And it wasn't because of lack of sun. Like it was perfectly sunny out. But you're not just in areas that don't have tree cover. Like it's very forested and you're going on hikes and you're kind of right. in the woods and the sun's peeking through here and there. But like. I don't know. You just didn't seem like you were just baking or roasting in the sun all day. Like you were just kind of moving about, yeah, but you were always kind of bouncing around through forested cover somehow. You're not just like laying at the beach. And you, like, we did. We did lay right, at, yeah. on the beach, but I don't know. We just didn't need sunscreen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you heard it here, guys. <laughs> the sun just hits different in the Azores, okay? <laughs> They didn't use no sunscreen out there growing up. You kidding me? No, they didn't. <laughs> they were fine. Absolutely not. <laughs> they were all fine. Are they, though? <laughs> I guess staying on temperature. I don't know if this is the case everywhere out there or if this is just like the house I was in. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't any like heating or cooling system. It was just ambient. <laughs> <laughs> ambient. Okay. No air conditioners, obviously, like nothing like that. No right. heaters. Yeah. And I think it's because it's that mild weather, like it never gets super, super cold. It never gets super hot. So they just kind of deal with it. But the one of the first nights we were there, it was it was warm and stuffy, probably because the house had been closed up for so long, too. So it yeah. needed to be like aired out. The bedroom we were in is like converted barn space, like second level barn. So it was warm up there. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't. This is so hot in here. I can't do this. And he's like, we got to open these windows up. But the windows are not regular windows. They're like shutters. Okay. It's just it's just shutters that act so, like actual moving shutters. Like here in the US, everybody house has shutters, but they're like decorative shutters. They're not yeah. actually functional. They just like sit on the side of your windows. 
but there it was shutters that you open and close, right? And no screens of any kind. Like the shutter kind of acts somewhat to keep the bugs out, I guess, when it's right. closed. But you can not get good airflow with the shutters closed. So you had to open the window and you like open up the shutter. So it's just like a giant gaping hole. We're on the second floor. <laughs> We're on the second story of this barn and the bed is pushed up against the window. And now I've got like my young daughter sleeping on this bed. I'm like, she's going to roll out the window, like a second story barn window, just open like that. So we had to close it and like suffocate for a little bit. But oh, man, brutal. <laughs> Yeah. So, and I think that's pretty normal out there. Like, I they're don't only know. there for sleeping. If you think about it, you know what I mean? Right. But the people that live there, do they, is their situation any different? Do they get ACs? I don't think I saw much AC, much in the way of AC at like establishments we went to. I wonder if they're just used to it. Maybe that's like a, just a norm for them. Island life. Yeah. Even with that whole temperature thing, my mom still had her thick, horsehair blanket whatever that thing is that cream color and brown blanket that we posted on our instagram that are most people claim they also had one uh those blankets are those blankets hit different they're so heavy but okay so out there it's extremely weird to have those blankets out there but back home here in the states when it's like winter time and it's time to like put that blanket on your bed, it's a whole vibe. <laughs> it's you will not be cold. You'll be sweating yeah. in the middle of the winter <laughs> with that blanket, but they have it out there on the bed. Yeah, that's like a little insane to have it out there. It's like you, what are you doing? It's so hot. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it at all for out there. Yeah, my mom puts like two of those on a bed at, back home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's a little that that's too much because those things are thick. Yeah, I if anybody knows where you could purchase those today, I would love to know. Oh, I wonder if any around here. My mom has hers in a. She puts it away for the summer, and she has hers. And I think your mom probably has one too because I feel like if. I saw it in her bedroom, like the Portuguese looking chess. It's like engraved. Those bad boys. What's the deal with those? I don't know, but man. <laughs> and that's like a treasure trove of just shit in it. <laughs> so you, it's just a big open. Big. And it's, it's beautiful. But hers is like a darker brown color, which I feel like I, that's most a lot of those come in that color. And it's engraved. And I don't know if it's like people or like trees on them. I'll mm. take a picture, but I just feel like once you open that thing, there's so much shit. <laughs> you could store everything in there. Yeah. A whole a body, body. <laughs> could be in there. I like we think alike. That the, and it's got like like it's it's got this like a little clat- a little latch clasp yep, thing yep. you push in and you open it up. Like you have to have that if you're Portuguese in your home, probably, right? Yeah, so these just like large chest at the yeah. foot of, sometimes at the foot of the bed or in my mom's bedroom she actually has it up against the wall. But but you know you use it; it's like storage, and then you can use it to put stuff obviously on it. Yeah, and it just has like such a like a just a smell like the mahogany. Yeah, I am. It smells like it smells like move. <laughs> yeah, move. I always say move. 
I'm like, air, <laughs> you gotta air these blankets out. <laughs> God damn. Oh. <laughs> like, what did this chest fly from freaking the ASOS? <laughs> Yeah, well, it probably rarely gets opened, right? Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's, it is moofy in there. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom has like sleeping bags in there from when I was like, mm-hmm. from when I was five. So it's just thirty-year-old sleeping, oh, sleeping bags, bags, just like moofy sleeping <laughs> bags in there. I haven't opened. I haven't opened it in a while. I kind of want to now just to see. I, I know, I know that like, a lot of blankets are in there, but I know she has like other stuff in there. Like she had like a lot of Jesus statues that she didn't want to like display and she would like wrap it nice and like put it in there. Cause like, obviously it's not going to break in there. So I want to like, what else, what else is in there? But when you get one of those, do you know how expensive that would be now to buy that? <laughs> You can't even buy like an IKEA version of that for less than like four hundred dollars. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. 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 And You're that's right. and that's not. And you got to put that shit together on your own. Yeah, IKEA. that's it's not the same at all. There's like that's a nice piece of furniture. Yeah, like I want that when my parents are no longer around. <laughs> you are not. You're not letting that one up at the estate sale. <laughs> no, that 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 thing. It it's a beautiful like piece of furniture right that's coming to me sorry brother i'll I'll deal with the move (laughs) our listeners are just gonna have to deal with our tangents because sometimes you know the conversation just comes furniture in general they were of a generation where they would buy their like wedding furniture and that was the furniture that they still have Absolutely. That's, that's lifetime furniture. Oh, my God. For the longest time, my parents' furniture, my mom had these red velvet couches <laughs> in the living room. You probably remember I them. know. I know the couches. <laughs> <laughs> and my uh, my little shit that I had, like my childhood dog and into my like college, early college years that I had him, we were told that he does everything outside. That was a total lie. He did everything inside. So he loved to pee on these corners of these red velvet couches. So here, me and my brother would always like, if we saw it, like we would try to clean it without my mom knowing. My mom would freak out. Mm. So we had those couches. Obviously, (laughs) we had those couches before him, before we had the dog. And then we had those couches while we had the dog. And at that point, I was like, the only only reason my mom was like, we have to, after he, my dog, that dog passed away. My mom was like, we got to get new couches now because like the dog freaking peed. It's like a mixture of pee and bleach. One thing that my mom (laughs) would try to like clean. So I think only because of my little shih tzu peeing on those couches (laughs) was why we got new couches. Other than that, I'm afraid that we might would still have them. I'm I'm sitting here laughing the entire time you're telling this story because that exact same thing happened to my parents. (laughs) They had a mauve colored velvet couch yeah yeah okay and again i had a little shih tzu dog (laughs) (laughs) damn shih tzus hissed all over those things (laughs) okay and it wasn't something you could it's a velvet and it's it's hard yeah springy and like it would just go into this like cavern that you would just you couldn't clean it so we we tried and we would clean it and we would clean it and eventually Again, once the dog died, they were like, <laughs> this is so funny. This is the exact same story. 
they finally were like, okay, these couches are 95% pissed. We have to get rid of them. And so they did, but not those couches other than the piss were in we're fine. pristine condition. Yep. Pristine. pristine condition. And this was not like our parlor, you know, parlor couch that yeah, nobody yeah, sat yeah. on. This was like the couch that we grew up sitting and laying on every single day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you looked at those things with your nose plugged, (laughs) (laughs) you'd be like, brand new couch. Do the shits just like the pee on velvet? Are they that bougie? Yeah. My dad was. Are they bougie? This type of breed that they're like, we only pee on velvet. It was like, and he was trained. Like he, I don't understand what his issue was. Mine definitely wasn't. (laughs) He was just like a territory marker. He liked to pee on fabrics. Yep, 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 yeah. We had to like, we had to get rid of all the carpet in our house and everything because he was like, he wouldn't pee on the floor, but he would. He he was a fabric, (laughs) a fabric peer. He was a fabric snob. (laughs) Yes, he just liked the way it felt (laughs) to pee on a good fabric. Oh, kid dog, light up. <laughs> yeah, same thing. That's the only reason they got rid of those couches. And I'm pretty yeah. sure so it had like this matching pillow set that came with it. Like, mm-hmm. the, like the pillows that went on the couch were the same velvet fabric and the same color and everything. And I'm pretty sure that they still have the pillows. My dad was like, these are perfect. I love these pillows. These are my favorite. I'm like, you've been laying your head on that crusty ass pillow for 27 years. Like, gotta they, get won't, rid of they won't get rid of anything. They won't. It's insane. But their furniture does last. Like, let's just say, like, they're when they did buy furniture back then, it lasts. It's like you it's said, insane. it's not like buying it at IKEA anymore. No, but even now, even if you buy from like a nice furniture place, like the shit ain't lasting. Yeah. The shit ain't lasting the way that their stuff lasted. Old school washer and dryers, like the old school washer and dryers. Lasted. Indestructible. Right. <laughs> now these other ones with the freaking op- what's the, what do they call those ones that open the um, a front load? The front loads, yes. Thank you. That I couldn't think of the word. The, these freaking like front loader ones. I don't know already how many times I've had like Samsung had to come and like fix something on it. I'm like, dude, you guys don't make shit the way they used to be. No. Like appliances, like nothing. All of it. All of it. All of it. My dad was so pissed when he had to get rid of his fridge after like 35 years. Like, this thing was so good. It was still working. And then like, I don't know. I shit the bed and he needed to get a new fridge. Yeah. But now it's like the new fridge was already giving him problems after like a year. Yeah. Same. Same. I'm always trying to. There's always like something. It's either that or my mom's like messing with something with the buttons when she's cleaning. So like Mm. the ice machine won't work or it won't be making water. (laughs) Yeah, back in the day, those weren't even options. No. It was just a regular pshueta. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you got your little ice trays. You, you, you use your ice tray to fill up your cup. You had to fill it with more water. <laughs> Put it back in the freezer. I mean, that's that's what I do. That's my fridge today. So, <laughs> No, nothing wrong with it at all. No, but so my mom, my, there was velvet couches. She had moved them from her primary living room to like a secondary room at some point, mm-hmm. like when the dog started peeing on them and bought a new set of couches from BJ's. She bought, <laughs> she bought a, le- a pair of leather couches from BJ's and 
no hate to anybody who's bought their couches from BJ's. It's wonderful. But it was just, it's not a place that you would think to go. It's so random. Yeah. Right. Like you're getting, you're going through there, you're getting like a roast beef and then you're you're like, can I get that? Someone get a forklift to get that couch down off the shelf. And so (laughs) that's what they did. And those couches didn't last for shit. Yeah. Like those leather couches got ruined within a couple of years. The the leather, the I'm sorry, the velvet ones outlasted them by 35 years. Same. Yeah. Same with yeah, same with our couches. My parents just got new ones a few years ago. Because the ones before that, my mom did get at parties, but at some point I think my dad just used to lay down on it so much. <laughs> Cause he's a big napper on the couch and all that. That it was like indented and like one piece like broke underneath, and my dad like finagled like the wood to fix it. But I'm like, dude, yeah, so they don't last. It's a shame. That's what's wrong with this country. <laughs> okay, so I have a story. This is a good story. I we're never gonna get to the rest of my Portugal stuff, <laughs> FYI. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, like this, it's gonna drag on for several episodes. This story it was actually traumatic for me. Like I, I had this story pegged as me telling it in an anxiety episode, but we're going to tell it now because it involves furniture, indestructible furniture. <laughs> I was five years old and my uncle was moving and my mom and parents and family members were helping him move. It was part of a divorce situation. For some unknown reason, we were moving them at night. So I don't, again, I was five. I don't know what the situation was, but I've never moved somebody at night. Like, That's a little suspicious. <laughs> That's suspect. When I think back on it now, I'm like, why were we moving at night? What is young uncle hiding? <laughs> I don't know. We we're moving them in the middle of the night. So he needed to move a mattress in bed situation. Yeah, I bet he did. I don't know. They weren't going to rent a U-Haul. They're just, oh, no, we can handle it. So one uncle had like a pickup truck and they decided they were going to put the mattresses on top of the pickup truck. The pickup truck didn't even have like a cover on the back of it at all. So it's just straight like the little cab and then like a drop off to the bed of the truck. Right. Okay. Yep. And so they're putting two queen size mattresses on the top of just this little cab of the pickup truck and strapping it with ratchet straps. So like like a ratchet or bungee cord situation whatever they yep. were doing and they strapped it just around the middle of the okay. mattresses so you have two mattresses like kind of facing forward on top of each other and just like one cord going holding it right in the middle so you're not holding like the front and the back end of the mattress you're just holding okay. it right in the middle so they're driving and my mom is in her car with me in my car seat at five years old in the back of of her car. And my mom's job was they said, Oh, just follow us. So we've got this mattress and we're going to try to move it on the top of the truck. Just drive behind us on the highway. And if anything happens, just like flash your high beams at us. This is amazing. This is pre cell phone. Yeah. Okay. Pre cell phone. So she couldn't call them and be like, Hey, you know, something's going on with the mattresses. No. So something happens, just, you know, flash your high beams at us. We'll, we'll pull over. Okay. Great. The mattresses start just like lifting up in the 
in the wind <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> the, the front of the mattresses are just flapping in the wind and they come loose. Fly right off the back of the pickup truck into the highway. My mom has to swerve to avoid <laughs> a mattress hitting her car. <laughs> okay. And so now there's this engine that she pulls over. She was like flashing them, honking, whatever. And then now she pulls over to the side of the road and there's mattresses on the highway, in the middle of the highway. Yeah. My two uncles that were in the pickup truck were just like listening to music. <laughs> they just keep cruising down the highway. No idea. No clue. They just gone. Gone. Never saw the high beams. Never heard anything. They're out to lunch. Out to lunch, right? So, so now my, it's just me and my mom in the car. She's pulled over in the breakdown lane. Again, nighttime. She turns back to me and she goes, Melissa, whatever happens, you do not get out of your car seat, okay? You just you <laughs> stay right there. And I'm five. I'm like, where am I going to go, right? I'm on the highway. <laughs> and But then I just start like, bawling my eyes out. Like, I'm just crying. Yeah, like, of course. She's like, I'm going to go get the mattresses. And I'm like, woman, you are freaking nuts. I'm five. I knew she was nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We love her though. <laughs> so she, with no safety gear, no <laughs> reflective vest or a flashlight oh or anything, God. in the middle of the night, because there's cars coming, and she's like, she's like, we're gonna get killed over here. Someone's gonna get killed because there's just a mattress in the middle of the road. You can't see it. Until yeah, on it, you know. And so this woman <laughs> goes into the highway and drags a mattress off into the breakdown lane, and I'm like. Oh my god. Just insane. The thought of your mom having to tell you not to get out of your car seat if anything happens. That's like frightening. I have some I have some deep-seated trauma from this experience. Holy shit. Uh, Cuz you so know what that means. It's like She thought she was going to die like in case mom I die. Dies. There. Yeah, just yeah. stay in the car. <laughs> your uncles will come back at some point or somebody will find you at some point. Yeah. So she's like, I have to get this match out of the side of the road because somebody's going to either swerve. Somebody's going to mm. get into an accident. They're going to die. Like they're going to come and hit us, even though we're in the breakdown lane, because they're going to swerve out of the way. Right. Yeah. A lot of factors. Or they're just going to run you over <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of the highway. So just wild story. And so eventually my uncles did like a little uh they stuck their hand out the window just to give a little like a little tap just you know check on the mattresses and it was just like tapping the roof of the truck and he's like uh that's the best <laughs> let me give it a little tap 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 ruski they're gone so back in that time no cell phones so right. they were just like oh i guess we're gonna go spin it and backtrack and see where we lost this mattress <laughs> so they so we had to wait there for like until they figured it out long enough for them to come all the way back around to retrace their steps and then find us with our little hazards on <laughs> waiting with the mattress. Now, okay. like there's two of you. Why is it one watching the mattresses? Oh, right. There's two of you driving, listening to Hanson Umbop. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> why isn't one of you like watching one of like watching the mattresses? They had one job. They didn't he's do a, it. He's so, <laughs> so the best part and the reason that I brought this story up in the first place was that so they they took that mattress. It went to with my uncle to whatever wherever he was moving to. And then eventually he got remarried. Mm -hmm. 
and bought new furniture with his new wife in a new home. And they gave that bed to me. So I was <laughs> I was then a, like a teenager, like getting my first like kind of like queen size bed. And it was this fucking mattress <laughs> that was it was this whole furniture set with this mattress that once was on the, the middle of the highway <laughs> when you were when five, five. Years five. Old. Yes. So then I slept on that mattress until I got married. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's time to let things go. <laughs> and then yeah, and then we we finally let it go. Oh my god. Actually, no, we freaking didn't let it go. I put it back in my parents' house. My parents, I still sleep on that when I visit my, my parents. What is it? It's like the traveling freaking mattresses, like the sisterhood <laughs> of the traveling <laughs> mattresses. They don't they don't waste anything. They just you guys circle it around, you know? It's a perfectly good mattress. <laughs> Fucking make a movie out of it. <laughs> traveling, traveling mattresses. This is the hood. The family hood. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, couple of, well, one concern and one, my moral of the story is hire movers. <laughs> <laughs> my other, con- my major concern is why was your uncle moving at night? What was he trying to hide? <laughs> I, I only connected that like right as I was about to bring this story up on this yeah. podcast because my whole life I knew that story and I've told that story and I never once thought why were we moving at night? That's the next thing you need to you need to ask them and find out like why did we move at night? It must have been winter time and it was just like after work one day and it was five o'clock six o'clock or whatever and it just was a pitch black but yeah like daylight saving time all that yeah but if you guys were moving at like two in the morning. <laughs> I could have been, for all I know. I had no concept of time. I was five, right? So I don't know. You had no concept of time, but you knew to sit in your car seat if anything happens. I was like, Mom, I don't even know how to work this buckle. (laughs) I don't think I could get out if I try. Not going anywhere. What are you nothing to worry about? Like I thought I was I thought I was gonna lose my mom. She was, like, she was basically telling me she's not coming back. And I'm like, That's so sad though. Oh, I love your mom. But it was her like Portuguese anxiety and worry that got her in that mess to begin right. with. Well, like, what would you do now if that were to happen today? Like, like well, I would hope different situations because there's cell phones now. But still, the mattress is still in the middle of the road. Yeah, like, wouldn't you be like, I need to run out and go grab the mattresses so no one hits it? Pro- I mean, yeah, you probably do the same thing. And I don't know. My brain would be like, if someone freaking dies from this mattresses, I could probably get sued because they died. And the mattress is my fault. My brain always just goes that way. So nowadays, nowadays, you have a Waze app. And then your Waze app is just going to be like, object on road ahead. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> do you always like, when it pops up, is it like... When they ask, is it still there to like confirm if it's still there when you drive by? Yeah. I always hit it. I always like to hit, yeah, it's still there. Or, or the cops are still there. You hit yes. <laughs> I usually do. I usually oh, yeah. do. I want to help you. I want to help you guys. I get really annoyed, though, because some people are a little too loose with their like definition of object on road ahead. Right. Yeah. It's like, ma'am, yeah. it's a leaf. It's a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> we can drive over the leaf. We're fine. Oh, wait. I, I don't. I like when it tells you, like, there's like a pothole coming. Okay. We're in New England. You can't, you cannot be flagging every pothole on that app. 
You just Thank cannot. You. It's true. It's I'm gonna true. have to. I'm gonna have to mute that feature. <laughs> mute the potholes. Tell me when cops are around. Oh man, indestructible furniture. The Portuguese. Oh, it was what a time to be alive back then. Your shit lasted. Today, they were they were paying a small fortune for their furniture, though. Yeah. Like if you think furniture is expensive now, I feel like they were paying. Like th- this was like 1970s dollars, and they were paying like four grand for a bedroom set. I feel right, like right. I feel like they were they were paying top dollar. But I feel like if you got it at like like my mom had a lot of there's like a there was a lot of like Portuguese like furniture stores around here, and I don't know if I'm making this up, but I feel like they would do like a payment plan for you if you wanted to. I think. Oh, probably. I'm yeah, pretty, I'm pretty convinced. You know, they all have that hutch. Yep, the hutch. The hutch. It's all like like dishes that you can't use. Mm-hmm. Glasses that you don't use. Like cups, whatever, like the crystals. Mm. You're like crystal cups that only got used when like you had a dish. Right, right. Like Thanksgiving yeah. or something. My mom yeah. would break out her fancy china or something. But the crystal cups that my mom has, there was like, you know how they would have like those parties, you know, those like Pampa Chef and stuff like yeah. that. Wasn't there a crystal party? Good question. It's like crystal house or something. It was like the pampered chef thing where you'd have like a little party and you invite all the milliards over to your house and they yeah, all buy they like all buy the little crystal from the catalog. I think it was called Crystal House. We're Googling again, guys. I don't know what to Google. Crystal House MLM. <laughs> <laughs> and Prince's House is still beloved today by collectors of classic crystal glass. Yeah, it must be that. Pr- Princess House Crystal house parties right yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i'm looking at the pictures on ebay it's, oh, the click on it. it's princess house oh my god my mom has every single one of these coach <laughs> every single one of these oh is yeah in her cabinet <laughs> stop oh yeah like my mom has yeah like those little cups in the is cups here in the back that have um engraved with like little like flower type flashback <laughs> so they would go they would they would get all the women together at somebody's house somebody would make like i don't know pillsbury doughboy biscuits or something <laughs> as a little snack and then they would all sit around and somebody would present all their crystal options and then they would order their little things off the catalog and then the host would get like free crystal yeah I they get something right mm-hmm yeah, I forgot about those. Wow. Unlocked memory. <laughs> I unlocked it myself just yeah. now, too. <laughs> oh, God, the Crystal House. And they, there was the Pampered Chef ones, too. But the my mom has all of that, like the, the glasses, the plates, mm-hmm. the and then like she uses some of the big, like I'm going to call it a travessa. So yep. the big. The big platter, like platter platters that yeah. some of them that she cooks with, puts in the oven. She makes like a big like roast beef in it, but it's crystal. It's this big crystal yep, fancy yep. thing. So oh those God. are like sacred and rarely get used. Those are like the items that stay in the hutch. Aside from the ones my mom cooks in, right, she cooks yeah. in hers frequently, and it has it has held up to frequent use. Yeah, see, look at that. 
you buy you buy something now and it wouldn't last. Yeah, I feel like my mom would only take like the cups out for like coffee or shazay for like when we had guests. Mm. Maybe the furniture holds up so well because it's covered in doilies. True. Or like my babysitter, she had plastic all over her couches. Oh, yeah. So that too. Even my mom's, again, even the couches that we use regularly still held up really, really well. It's interesting. I was I was using pledge on that wood every weekend. See? <laughs> I'm buffing that thing with some pledge. Every Saturday. I would clean like my bedroom furniture that I got. I would be using like stuff that I probably shouldn't have been using <laughs> to clean my like my bureaus and stuff. Even my childhood furniture lasted me forever. And I got like new I got new bedroom furniture when I was like in college. So it was like five years old. I think I was like four or five years old when I got my like kid bedroom set, Portuguese furniture. And then it wasn't until college that I was like, all right, I think I need to like <laughs> Let these go. <laughs> it's nuts. So my bedroom set, I didn't specify. I told you that I got a new mattress. Yeah. When when we got married, we did not get new furniture. So the fur the rest of that bedroom set, aside from the the bed, like we have a king size bed now, so we have a totally different bed. But all the furniture, like the comb dish, <laughs> yeah, the, the bureaus are all. From that original set from my uncle. Oh, that's amazing. And that was from his first marriage. That must have been from he was moving with it in what that 19, random night. 1991. Right. And he had already had it probably for 10 years at that point. So that's the furniture in your house, in your bedroom now? That's across the hall from me in my in my bedroom right now. That's incredible. Like 1980 furniture. I'm waiting for the style to come back around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's actually not like I've been to your I've been to your bedroom. I've slept. I've slept in bed with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I don't even think like I didn't even know. So it's just it's nice. It's kind of like a contemporary style, like wooden furniture. It was kind of 80s esque, but it's in perfect condition. It, and it worked because I didn't even pick up on it. Every time we have been like, hey, should we get a new bedroom set? We just look and I'm like, I'm not going to go spend like thousands of dollars to get some crappier material to come yeah. put over here. For what it's reason? So that just seems so wasteful. Yeah. So, it is what it is. 1980s strong. We're going. <laughs> so what my parents did. <laughs> so. Like I always, I had like the white furniture because I was like a girl. I, well, because I was a girl. Because I, well, I am a girl. <laughs> I don't know why I'm questioning it, but yeah, I always had the white furniture because I was a girl, <laughs> a young girl, a young child. Um, and my brother had like the dark brown mahogany <laughs> furniture, and my mom had like a brownish material, whatever furniture as well. Um, so my brother's. I don't know what it was. He did something to his 
and it ruined something like he scratched like the headboard of it and he tried to take like nail polish to like paint it so always had this thing on the headboard and it drove like my mom nuts right like she would tie like the pillows to cover it but just always drove her her nuts so i don't know what made them think because her furniture was perfectly fine for her bedroom so what they did was bought themselves new furniture they got rid of my brother's furniture. I think they kept like some things like some dresser. Like I, I think we kept like an old dresser. They like repurposed it and we use it now. Like we still have that one. Your dad uses it in the oh. basement for those pedophiles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so they gave, they gave their furniture to my brother and then my parents got a brand new set. So my brother got the furniture that my parents <laughs> mattress and all. <laughs> Oh, he was oh conceived in that bed. <laughs> like you were conceived in that bed, and now you're sleeping in it. Oh, right. Think about that. I mean, I guess it's no different. Like I was in my uncle, like on my uncle's right. old mattress, but right. At least it wasn't my parents. <laughs> it's true, uh. it's true. I know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this just turned into a furniture episode, and I just I love it. No. It's just banter, whole different tangent. We're starting off Azores, ended with <laughs> furniture back then was made better than it is with today's stuff. I, and this may not be a Portuguese thing, but every Portuguese person has this, like the grandfather clock. Oh, yeah. Did that thing ever work for anybody? <laughs> because all I remember is it had those heavy, at, like, I used to have to clean it. So I'd have to go in there and dust it. So and clean I it. never had one. In my you didn't house. have a grandfather yeah. clock? I can't remember. Yeah, I know. But I had family members that did. So uh, I'm aware of it. So, like, it had, like, this little door, thing, like, this little glass door on the front. And I'd have to, it's part of my Sunday cleaning, right? And I'm cleaning yeah. the grandfather clock. And it was just, it was always a situation. Like, I didn't really know what I was supposed to do. Like, the the chimes in there there was like they're like heavy and they're on these big chains and like i feel like you were supposed to like pull them up or like, <laughs> like i felt very the whole concept it was very hickory dickory dock situation right, right, right. Like, so i'm pulling on these chains and these big heavy chimes lifting up and i don't know if you like are you supposed to reset that like are you supposed to pull on the chains like do they sink to the bottom why were my ch- chimes always on the bottom of the grandfather clock i don't know yeah i don't know but that thing makes a noise every time you walk by it. Oh, it's really every time you walk by? Every time. Like, it's not supposed to make a noise every time oh. you walk by. But you walk by it and just like the act, it, it jiggles it a little bit. Just like the thumping of your feet as you walk yep. by. It kind of just shakes the ground next to it, at least in my parents' house. So you walk by, it jiggles just enough to like, you hear the chimes every time. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. So you just like... <laughs> like you're at church or something yeah and like ringing the bells like that's what it sounds like every time you walk by and my parents have it in like the most traveled part of the house so it's just you constantly hearing these chimes as you walk around the house of course but another, again another like beautiful piece did it go off every hour would it go off every hour or is it just am i just thinking of like bell towers from a church I don't know. It definitely went off. And I just can't remember if it was every... Maybe it was supposed to go off, but like maybe I wasn't doing enough pulling <laughs> of the chains. I don't know. You're not, you're not a hunchback so of an Notre Dame, so you couldn't do it. <laughs> so you couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So I don't... Like, I remember it going off. 
Dong, dong, yeah. dong. But I, ah, uh, it definitely doesn't go off now every hour. I think you have to reset those stupid chimes on the on the chains. Listeners, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> How so do we'll- you work a grandfather clock? <laughs> so Melissa can fix her parents' grandfather clock. Yeah. I think those chimes are weighing down on the bottom. <laughs> but I mean, really a useless piece of furniture. Just like the hutch. The hutch and the grandfather clock, both useless. Because how often are you going to your grandfather clock to see the time? Never. Nunca. Nunca. You know what I mean? Especially now, now that you have it like on your phone, on your, your watch. I mean, were people actually relying on that like every hour chime for something? God, I like, hope not. In the middle of the night, and <laughs> right, Ding. like what? yeah, that so that couldn't go off every hour because like, what would you do at night? It's a good point. Maybe it only like strikes twelve, but like midnight, like you wanted to strike midnight every night. Like, mm. does it go in, like sleep mode? <laughs> <laughs> does it sense like? That it's nighttime vibes, so it gets quiet. You put a blanket over it like a bird <laughs> cage. <laughs> oh man, is like so is like a cuckoo clock. Is that like the American version of a like a Portuguese grandfather clock? And I'm calling it Portuguese. It's not a Portuguese thing, but I wonder, right? That's like when the bird. That's like when the birds shoot out. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sorry, all those things just sound like it would be so annoying to have it all. <laughs> right? It's like, what is the reason? <laughs> like, I don't want something going off every hour. I, I, just, I, I don't even understand why. Why not yeah. just get a regular clock? That's right. At this point, you don't even need a clock now at this point. It, right, now you don't. You know but mean? back then, you did. Yeah. Oh, all right. So we got to none of the content that we wanted to cover today. but. I hope you enjoyed the journey that we took you on. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about furniture, unexpected topic of the day. We were not prepared to talk about it, but sometimes you just have to go where the conversation leads. But like listeners, like you can understand, you feel us, you understand. You grew up with this furniture. (laughs) You know how sturdy it is, how well it was made. You had a movie chest, you know it. You had a movie chest. All right, so let's get into our It's Called Mental Health segment. I will go. You want me to? Or? Mine is kind of easy and easy peasy. Just simply distracting yourself when you're super anxious. Um, I just feel like I wrote some notes down, like focusing on something else or something you enjoy can break the cycle of anxious thoughts. So like watching TV is like a big one for me or like cleaning and listening to a podcast. It's called Culture. (laughs) I recommend it to all. Um, It's a good distraction. Snuggling with my dog, obviously, and kissing her face is another good one. And I just, I feel like it helps you focus on like I don't even like read in a book or cleaning or if you, especially if you do like a deep dive cleaning like into your closet, it just helps you focus on what you're doing versus like your anxious thoughts that you have. Mm. So it's as simple as that. 
cleaning your house, reading a book, just distracting yourself, talking to a friend, whatever it is. Yeah, that's funny because I normally, I use those, like I use things to distract myself from tasks sometimes, just I use them as like avoidance techniques. So like if I'm avoiding doing task A, I will go do task B, even though like last week I was avoiding doing task B and I did something else instead to avoid that. So it's like, like I will clean so good if I'm using cleaning to avoid something else. If I'm like trying to avoid cleaning, then I'm going to go do something else else, that I want to use to avoid cleaning. So it's just, it's so interesting how it's like whatever you're kind of feeling into doing at that time. Cleaning for me, you're right, you're right. But cleaning for me, like I have to be in the mood to like really like to do it well. Like if I'm just trying to like, all right, I just gotta pick some stuff up, pick up my clothes, put some clothes away, got dishes, blah, 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 whatever. I can just I can do that. But if I really want to deep dive clean, I gotta like you gotta be in the mood for it. Mm. Like really, like, you know, especially if you're like cleaning out your closet. If you're doing your Maria Kondo type situation, you have to be like in the mood to do that. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to call an audible on my my mental health item today because I was going to do something different and now that we're talking about this I'm just going to do one that's related to this conversation All instead, right because otherwise mine was going to be random. So speaking of the Marie Kondo thing that I talked about and this fits right into this conversation part of her method was when you're trying like after you kind of go through the whole purge and you kind of get everything organized in order to stay organized, it requires you to continuously keep up with it, obviously, and put things away. So you have to make a habit of not avoiding putting things away. So like if you're using something, you put it away immediately. Okay. In its proper home. So nothing like take the three extra seconds it takes to go and walk it to where it belongs and put it away instead of just like, not doing that and you think what are you saving you're saving yourself three seconds now but then later it just piles up and you have all the shit to put away and it's yeah yeah, yeah. now it's like a big project it's a big thing that needs to be done but if you're just constantly like kind of micromanaging yourself and just always putting things away where they belong like i have to force myself all the time being like like i'll i'll throw something down on the counter and i'm like that's not where that goes. I'm just going to go like I go pick it up. I'm going to walk it to where it goes. Mm-hmm. Walk it to where it belongs. And you feel so much better, honestly. Right. Yeah, I should probably look I should probably definitely look into that cuz I just leave things on my counter all the time. As right. I get home from work, I just leave like my water bottle jug thing that I have just sits right there. My purse just sits right there. The keys nope. just sit there. <laughs> you have to put it all away immediately. My jacket's just like on the table, like on the back of the ta- uh, chair. Like I just, I don't put anything away because it's like those are things I need for the next morning to, I just keep them close. So I've gotten into her habit now. It becomes a habit. Now you just like want to go and you're putting all the stuff away where it belongs. Yeah. Be- before it becomes a problem, before it becomes a mess. And it, and it helps because again, clean, a cluttered space is a cluttered mind. True. So the more that you can have your stuff in order all the time really helps. I like and, that. And not to like become, don't take it to like an OCD extreme, Cal. No, I know. <laughs> oh. I also I, live, I also live with a five-year-old child who 
has no concept of Marie Kondo. Right. She doesn't give a, sh- she doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a <laughs> shit about Marie Kondo. Nope. She wants her stuff everywhere. Uh, the way I describe it to everybody is it's like raking leaves in a hurricane. Oh, I like. Okay. I like that. Yeah, it's like, I'm out here raking leaves in a hurricane every day (laughs) with this kid. I'm putting one thing away. She's taking four things out immediately. Like, so it's very difficult. But if I don't do this method for me of putting all of my stuff away immediately, then it's just, it's overwhelming because my kid is just causing trash everywhere else. So like, at least then I just have to focus on her shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say at least just her stuff that you have to focus on. Right. Now, does she, will she help you put away stuff of hers? Or of, like, if you tell her, like, it's time for cleanup, or is she? Nunca. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard nunca. <laughs> so, yep, yeah, no. Never. <laughs> she never. <does> it. <laughs> no. She uses your method, and she distracts herself with something else. Atta girl. <laughs> Let mama do the cleaning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that's all we have for today. I still have my bulleted list from the Azores <laughs> that we did not get to. So we're just going to keep rolling that on by. I'll give you a reason to keep on coming back. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get to uh, it. Yeah, we'll add it. It's like a little, it's like a little rock. We'll, we'll just keep chipping our way at it, at the list. Exactly. It was, yeah, it was a great conversation. I did not wake up thinking I was talking about furniture today. <laughs> if you guys agree, you guys can leave us some, a rating and a review. Yes, we prefer, we love hearing you guys say some really sweet stuff to us privately in our messages. We love it. But we would we also love, love you to say those nice things officially on <laughs> the podcast service that you use. Usually you scroll to the bottom of like the main page where our podcast is and there's like ratings and reviews there. And that's where you can leave those sweet messages. Yes, that helps us a lot. (laughs) You can also DM them to us too. We we appreciate having that conversation with you. But yeah, a great reviewer rating will be nice (laughs) for us. It'll help us out a lot. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. Bye, guys.